Hi, welcome back to another week of the Aim For You Ladies podcast, where we focus on self-acceptance, our mindset, and living our best life. I'm your host, Sophia Tucket. Today, we are focusing on love languages and the benefit of knowing what your love language is and being able to recognize when your love language is clashing with your loved ones. Sarah Eschnall, who's a relationship coach, is joining me today to explore how love languages can benefit us not only in our personal relationships, but in our love lives. Hi, and welcome back to Wisdom Wednesday. I'm here with Sophia, that you probably know already. She is a confidence consultant. And today we're going to talk about love languages. Uh, I think it's a great tool to deepen your intimacy, not only in romantic relationships, but also in your friendships or family. Sophia, do you know what the five love languages are? I do. So I believe it's words of affirmation, gifts, um, service, as well as quality time and physical touch. What are your thoughts when you think of love languages or maybe some of your experiences with couples, you know, having different love languages and the conflicts that they experience through that? Yeah, I think if you do have the awareness that they're different, I think you can definitely resolve a lot of the issues that might come up with that. But if you don't, I think that that might be tricky and it can even be a deal breaker for some people. Let's say you have someone, and I had a couple then, for him, physical touch was number one. For her, it was number five. She was more into acts of service and um, gifts. Those two were her highest, and he didn't care about those things. So they didn't know about it, and he was always trying to like touch her, and she was like, no, I don't want that, I'm not into it. And you know, he felt rejected, and once they knew about it, he could like make sure that he buys her something like a flower or you know something at the store it doesn't have to be like expensive gifts and that he does something for her um and she was trying to be more affectionate towards him and of course it wasn't perfect because it wasn't her number one love language but it definitely helped their relationship and he felt okay with the amount of physical touch that he was getting so it can work but it can also be a deal breaker sometimes if especially the the partners don't want to put the effort in because if physical touch is not your number one it's effort to hold hands to cuddle someone and you have to be willing to do that for your partner and some people don't want to yeah um it makes me think about relationships like outside of you know intimate relationships too because with your friendships or you know siblings or your parents right um sometimes you know your love language just doesn't align Mm -hmm. and when you're not even aware of it like the conflict that comes um right behind that too that's true yeah have you had an experience maybe with a client or in your own life where it didn't align yeah, I'm not so much with the client bringing that to the table, but in my own life, where it's like, I'm like, I don't care about like, you know, buying you a gift or buying you a shirt, but like, I'll take you out for dinner. Like, let's go hang out because like mine is quality time. I will always spend time with loved ones and friends and whatever. And I actually think time is so um, scarce sometimes, right? Like we're so busy. So, if, you know, if you're, and it's the most, one of the most important things to me personally and how I run my life. But 
I think like if I'm spending time with you, you got me. Like you have my full attention. I'm here with you. Like mm-hmm. no distractions at all, unless my kids are around. But I'm like here, you know. Yeah. So I just find like um, having like relationships outside of my spouse where it's like this person may want a gift or it's just it's it's tough or words of affirmation mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because I wasn't raised that way but I'm not attuned to that mm-hmm. I'm not attuned to constantly um be affirming whereas I'm over attuned to that with my kids so it's interesting yeah well I hope your husband doesn't have that a number one and I love <laughs> <it>. <laughs> no I think he doesn't but yeah it's interesting and have you experienced that at all though where in even with your spouse or just outside with like friends or you know siblings where the love languages clash yeah a lot of bit but like just with you it sounds like you found a perfect middle ground with inviting your friends to dinner because you have the quality time during dinner and she has to gift off you buying the food or is she still not satisfied with that you think like i think it depends like it depends on the relationship too Okay. If they're able to see like, oh, well, she just went to the bill. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes that's like blindsided because people are in their own world sometimes. But I think um, to me, if it's the quality time, I'm so about it. I'd rather spend time than like anything else. Yeah. Yeah. With, with my friendship, I feel like it's also quality time for most of my friends. So we're pretty aligned there. I have a couple then really like gifts but um they're just happy on their birthdays <laughs> yeah yeah what is your love sign or your love language in romantic or friendship i would say uh friendship quality time and acts yeah. of service is like second it's it's nice if you have a friend like helping you out or if you're like stressed it really does feel like oh i'm being cared for yeah yeah. What about you? I know it's quality time, but what's your second? Um, I think service. Really, it is because I could care less about having the affirmations. I don't need gifts. I think service is definitely what it is for me. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, is there anything else that comes to mind that you want to bring up based on this topic? Well, I think it's it's a fun process to explore with your partner, with your friends. So I would encourage everyone just to go out and ask their friends and their family members and their spouses what their love languages are because you can really uh, deepen some friendships and relationships with that tool. So I think it's a it's a great tool to have. Yep. Yeah, yep. that's a good point. Yeah. I was just going to say, yeah, it's a good point to like maybe not even go out there and um ask but see if you could be even attuned to like picking it up like if it's a partner or someone you're dating if you're able to pick up what their love language is and like how could you add some creativity to like embrace that right mm-hmm. and see how you can make that fun yeah that's true yeah yeah and it's also fun if you know like let's say your is quality time and your friend can make sure that you do spend quality time with them and it's i think it's nice to be able to like please someone in that way or make sure that their love language is met. I think it's fun if you know. Yeah. It's a nice, it's a nice gesture, right? Yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. Knowledge knowledge is great to have if you know about your friends and yeah, it's a cool tool. I like it. (laughs) No, it's a great topic. 
Have you ever spent time thinking about what your love language is and how you show up and express your love language on a daily basis to your friends and your immediate family? It's a great way to test yourself. If you've enjoyed this episode, take a moment and share it on your Instagram and tag me at aim for you consulting that's aim the number four letter u consulting and don't forget to rate this podcast wherever it is that you're tuning in from every rating counts and to all of you ladies out there who have already spent the time to rate aim for you ladies thank you very much if you haven't yet done so hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode until next week ladies continue to aim for you and be well